This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance Descott. Welcome to The Drop. I hope everyone's uh, Wednesday is going well. Uh, we were all able, hopefully, to watch the Blues game last night. I know some of us uh, were there at the game. Others uh, listened to it on the radio. But at least we were all there for the Blues in one fashion or another. Going into last night's game, the Blues had four games remaining. They were hoping to continue their streak. Uh, last nine games, the Blues had gotten points out of those games. Some of those games they hadn't played very well, but at least they got points out of them. The Winnipeg Jets came into last night's game. Uh, on a tear also. Uh, they just uh, were trying to get into the playoffs uh, as of about a week ago, and they were just on a tear. But it's just a little too little, a little too late for the Jets, and they're not going to make the playoffs this year. But they've got some good young players, a good defensive core. They've got uh, Patrick Line, and uh, it's, it's just looking up for them. Next year, they should be very good. Let's go ahead and get into the game recap, uh, the Blues versus the Jets. The Blues wanted to get off to a quick start, and man, did they ever get off to a quick start. Tipped by Ehlers, not out. Here's Petrangelo, backhander, gets his own rebound, and he scores! 35 seconds in, it's 1-0. After the first attempted pass by Bollmeister was called an icing, he goes back at the second time, he gets the red line, and Patrick Berglund's able to crowd the initial play. Watch Petrangelo on the right side. Makes a great play off the boards on Ehlers, and then follows it up. His first backhander is stopped with a pad. And then the rebound's there, and he keeps his eye on it the whole time. What a great job by Petrangelo. He's the initial puck carrier. He gets it to the net, takes the first shot. The save was made, but he stays with it, keeps his eye on that rebound. You can watch him. Just kept his head down and watch for that rebound and put it right over the goal line. Gives the Blues an early one to nothing lead. Just 35 seconds in. That would be his 13th goal, and it was unassisted. The rest of the first period, there's no more goals, but it was a fun period to watch. The Blues made a few mistakes defensively, I would say, and they weren't as crisp as they've been defensively. But overall, it was a good period for the Blues, and even though the Jets are down one to nothing, I thought the Jets played very, very well. Uh, Bufflin played well. Patrick Line played well. Uh, these guys have got some good young talent. And as I said earlier, they're going to be good for the next couple of years to come. I believe uh, themselves in Toronto are the up and coming teams. We've seen what Edmonton did this year and really, really took control. I think these two teams are going to be much better, Toronto and Winnipeg next year. Going into the second period, you're thinking, man, maybe the Blues can go ahead and uh, get another quick goal. Well, it wasn't meant to be the uh, Winnipeg. Jets got on the board first just a minute and 47 seconds in by some hard work by their young star Patrick Line. Mike Yo touched on that but their five on five play has been much better defensively. Mark Stewart shot rebound score! A shot from the line that ends up on the stick of Patrick Line who buries the rebound and Line's 35th has tied the game 1-1. He's been waiting for it. Maybe Nikolai Ehlers could breathe a little easier now. We never gave him the pass for the empty netter. You know, I know a lot of people 
really like Patrick Laine, and I do. Don't get me wrong. I really do like Patrick Laine. He's going to be a very good player in this league for years to come as long as he stays healthy, just like the rest of these young players. But uh, I think Austin Matthews is going to be the better of the two. I think he can be more physical than Patrick Laine, and maybe Patrick Laine can uh, get a, you know grow into that more physical role. But he's an awesome player. He's Like I said, he's going to be probably in a couple of years, him and Matthews are definitely going to be in the top three or four players in the league. But uh, you know, last night he looked very, very good good and he gets the Jets on the board early in the second period to tie this up one apiece that would be his 35th goal Stewart gets the second assist and Little who's been playing much better for them lately gets his 22nd assist just a minute and 47 seconds in to the second period we are knotted up at one apiece we've got a fun game or at least we thought it would be a fun game but just 14 seconds later the Jets get on the board again and put another one past Jake Allen to give them a two-to-one lead early in the second period. Mike Wheeler, Wheeler gets hooked. There's a penalty coming to Petrangelo. Wheeler throws it to the front of the net. Save, made rebound, score! Nikolai Ehlers banks the wraparound off the netbinder Allen and the Jets bang, bang, have a two-one lead. Winnipeg came ready to play just two minutes into the second period. All of a sudden, after Lionel's goal, his buddy Nikolai Ehlers, they said he's feeling better, and he scores one right after the Winnipeg Jets grab the 2-1 lead. It's a delayed penalty on it. Blake Wheeler's just going to send it to the net in front of Shifley. Ehlers picks up the rebound and just so quick out from behind the net, the quick wraparound by Ehlers, and he gives the Jets the 2-1 lead, and now Nikolai Ehlers with 25 goals on the year. Ehlers puts a wraparound in past Jake Allen. That happened so quickly. He had it just behind the net for a little bit and just came right around, worked hard to get the goal, and it gives the Jets a 2-1 to lead. It's not looking good. The Blues look a little bit on their heels right now on this goal by uh, Ehlers, which would be his 25th, as they said earlier. Uh, Shaffley gets his 49th assist. 49 assist. Nice player. Nice, nice player. Wheeler gets his 46 assist. Guys, you can see this team has got some young talent, and they they showed up for the Jets last night. That was just 14 seconds after Patrick Laine's 35th at 2 minutes, 1 seconds into the second period, and the Blues are behind 2-1. to one. You didn't think it could get any worse? Well, just 48 seconds later, Stewart gets his second goal of the year to make it 3-1. to one. Three goals in a minute and two seconds for the Jets. Puts the Blues behind the eight ball very quickly. To center, Lowry takes it away. Drops to Perot. Perot, he'll find Stewart. Shot, yeah. rebound, score! Mark Stewart with the shot that finds its way in. Two-point period for Stewart. Three-goal period for the Winnipeg Jets. Wow. This is my type of goal. So the defensive defense wins goal. But Stewart does a good job getting up on the rush. Starts with Adam Lowry. He creates the turnover at the neutral zone. Back the other way. A little drop for Perot. He finds Stewart trailing him. The shot gets blocked. And this goes off a few players in front. It's going to hit the knee, the body of Bolmeister, and then float over top of Jake Allen. So a little bit of a pinball goal. Tough for the Blues. You're up one to nothing, and then a minute and 47 seconds in, you're tied. And then within a minute and two after that, the team comes and scores two more goals, and you are down three to two. Uh, Just 
tough for the Blues. That would be Stewart's second goal, as I said earlier. Perot gets his 29th assist. Lowry gets his 13th assist. Two minutes and 49 seconds in. And the Blues, as I said earlier, are definitely behind the eight ball, down three to one. Would they fold? You know, earlier in the season, this team would have folded. They would have probably gave up a couple more goals quickly, but uh, they didn't fold. They came back. They put some pressure on in the offensive side there and kept the puck in the Jets uh, zone and were able to get a goal by none other than the guy that just came back, Yori Laterra, his seventh of the season, just about uh, two minutes, a minute and 50 seconds after the Jets take the three to one lead. Full on press here. Two on one, Barbashev in front, they score! Laterra! Uh, good for Yuri Laterra to get on the board with his seventh goal of the year. And a nice little pass as well from Barbashev. Laterra is a natural centerman placed on the wing, but he did take three face-offs in the opening frame, gets down on one knee, the pass is perfect. And that shows you a little something from Ivan Barbashev and his playmaking skills. Huge goal for the Blues. They make a statement there. They let Winnipeg know that they're not going to let them just push them around. Even though there's a two-goal lead, the Blues showed them they weren't going to give up. And nice to see Letera get this goal after he's been out for a while. Would be his seventh goal of the year. And Barbashev, what can I say about Ivan Barbashev? This guy works hard. He works very hard. He's physical. He's got some uh, skill with his stick. He just seems to be at the right place at the right time and knows what to do when he has the opportunities either to score or to shuffle it off to someone else. Samford, uh, who's also been a bright spot for the Blues since he came over in that Shattenkirk trade, gets his fourth assist, and that goal was four minutes and 38 seconds in, and we've got ourselves a game again. For the rest of the second period, it's back and forth. Uh, you know, th these teams uh, both wanted it. You could tell that that the Blues weren't going to give up. They'd had some bad spots for them a couple minutes there and early in the third period, but they wanted Winnipeg to know they weren't going to give up, and they didn't. I thought they played pretty decently in the second period. The problem is Winnipeg didn't let up either, so the Blues weren't able to get any more goals, but the Blues kept Winnipeg off the scoreboard for the rest of the second period to give them a chance to come back in the third period. Would the Blues come back in the third period? Well, we would get that answer early, just four minutes and 48 seconds in when uh, Winnipeg would take the lead four to two. And that's blocked in front and it curves to the corner. Turned over by Berglund. Wheeler with the quick shot. Rebound. Oh, what a save by Jake Allen as he robs Mark Shifley. Blake Wheeler's trying to argue that it was behind the line. I'm not sure as they're going to have a conversation. But Jake Allen, wow. And he started off the rush, too. And Ehlers, a great little cutback, so quick. There's the separation he can create. Got it to the net. Then it's going to come back around. And some good chance by Blake Wheeler off to the side. There's the save, and then the one off Shifley. And that's the one that Blake Wheeler was questioning. But I think his glove is in four. Whoa. Oh, we might have an argument, Blake Wheeler. So they're going to talk about this one in front. Well, they did talk about it, and as anyone can see, the glove definitely went over the goal line, and it's definitely a goal. You can't dispute that, even if you are a Blues fan. It completely went over, and they take a 4-2 to two lead. That goal by Shifley would be his 31st of the year. Wheeler gets his 47th assist. And Ehlers gets his 39th 
assist of the year. That was four minutes and 48 seconds in. Tough break for the Blues. It was a, I guess you could say it was a semi-save for Jake Allen. Not much he could really do. He did his part. Just too, just too much of a hard shot for him to keep it over the goal line there. It just tough, tough, tough break. Uh, the Blues really haven't played bad in this game. I, I don't think, uh, you know, they played as bad as the score would sound, but they had that beginning of the second period that just really screwed them over. Uh, it would continue to, to to go south for the Blues, and just about four and a half minutes later, Patrick Laine adds his second goal of the game and his 36th of the year to really put this game out of reach at 5-2. to two. Edmondson after as little as after it to the far side. Borgen comes up with it for Matthew Perot. And Laine scores! Patrick Laine, second of the night. Give him 36 on the year. Give Matthew Perot another point. And the Jets have the three-goal lead back. It's good to see that release back and working. A good hustle. Brian Little in on the four check. He gets on top of it. Perot. And then there's the puck to Lionel. And he does not settle his puck down. He does not pull it back. It's just shot. No, Patrick Lionel did not pull the puck back. Didn't move it. Didn't try to deke. Took that pass perfectly in a one-timer. Not much Jake Allen could do. And as I said, it's a 5-2 to two lead for the Winnipeg Jets. Patrick Lanny's 36, a goal of the year. Perot gets his 30th assist and second of the night. Little gets his 23rd assist. That was nine minutes and two seconds in, and the Jets are up five to two. They Blues would not get any closer than that. The Jets, due to their hard work in the game, uh, end up winning this game five to two. And hey, give them credit. They played hard and they played tough and they played fast and they outworked the Blues last night. And that's why they won and they got the breaks and they move ahead. Uh, looking forward to next year with a couple games left. Let's go ahead and go over the stats of the game. The Jets with the win improved to 38-25-7. The Blues with the loss fall to 43-29-7. 31 shots on goals for the Jets, 26 for the Blues. Both teams had a power play opportunity. Neither one were able to uh, get anything out of them. Face-offs, the Jets won that battle 57% to 43%. Patrick Laine had two goals, his 35th and 36th. Ellers gets his uh, 25th goal and had an assist. Stewart gets a goal. His second gets an assist. Shafley gets a goal, his 31st, and also adds an assist. And Little has a good night with two assists. Hutchinson played pretty, pretty well, made some great saves, including one on Jay Bowmeister that was just an awesome save, and he makes 24 out of 26 saves. Petrangelo gets his 13th goal of the year. Laterra gets his 7th after missing several games. Nice to see him back. Sanford continues to contribute, gets his uh, assist. I believe it was his fourth. And Barbashev gets an assist too. Jake Allen allowed five goals on 25 shots. And after that fifth goal, they would replace him with Carter Hutton. Let's go ahead and go into the post-game press conference where we're going to hear from um, Alex Steen, uh, Alex Petrangelo, and of course, Coach Mike on the 5-2 to two loss. Both teams were kind of flat, I think. You know, we shot ourselves in the foot more than they took over the game. I think we, you know, the first period, it's turnovers. Both teams, um, you know, we get our two-on-ones. They get a couple um, odd man rushes. And then, you know, they get a couple bounces in the second and are able to to uh, gain a lead. I, you know, it's 
I thought we came out with some strong shifts in the third there, and, and it would have been nice to get one there in the early shifts. We had some good chances, but uh, again, they came back and, and, you know, just sloppy plays, mistakes. So when it's one and nothing, you feel like that's where your missed opportunities were when you had the odd man rushes and just didn't catch those in. Yeah, that's part of it. And then, I mean, obviously we had them, I thought we had them almost throughout the game and didn't connect. You talked about at this point of the year what you want to be playing, you got the playoff spot, but you want to be getting your game to where you needed to be for the playoffs. How does this game fit in with that? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's one game. I'm not going to overanalyze one game. We've been playing good hockey for a long time. It is what it is. Game's over. We move on. Yeah, it was. That was a great save. It's, you know, unfortunate that it's on. It turned out to be a goal. But you make it. You gotta see the puck. And I mean, was there any kind of an explanation that they gave you guys why they overturned it? Or yeah, I asked, but it wasn't the refs. It was Toronto. I said it was in. Well, we got three games left here before. Uh, Playoffs, so um, I think we need to find our game. Uh, you know, the big picture, yeah, the last you know, 15, 16 games here, we've really played the game that we want to play. I think uh, still, you know, three games here to really um, kind of carry the momentum going to the playoffs. Them or you guys tonight? Uh, I mean, that their top line did a lot of uh, damage with the puck, but we gave them a lot of those opportunities. So uh, the way we started, we thought we had a good hold in it, but you know, we gave them a lot of those chances that they got. Any kind of hangover from? Sunday's emotional win? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think uh, we had a good chance to kind of recoup yesterday. I mean, you can't use that as an excuse. I mean, it's going to happen in the playoffs. You're going to have emotional wins. You have to find a way to flip that switch. Get the one early, and you think maybe ride that and build on it too. Were there some missed opportunities in that first period? It seemed like the game was kind of wide open. You had some odd man rushes, just didn't catch it. Yeah, I think we did some good things early on, stuff that we talked about before the game uh, to capitalize on that. I think uh, we got a little bit loose though after that. We had those opportunities, and we thought they would come easy. And, uh, you know, they're a tough team to play against, so you're going to have to earn everything you got. Is that a tangible reason that they had so much success against you guys this year in the head-to-head meetings? You know what? If I had the answer to that, they wouldn't have won tonight. So, uh, unfortunately, it's just one of those things, and, uh, hopefully better results next year. Other than W's, what are you looking for in these last three? What's going to tell you that your team's kind of where you want it heading in? Well, defensively, we've got to continue to stay tight. Uh, you know, we haven't given up very many goals lately. Obviously, tonight's a bit of an outlier from how we've been playing, so we got to get back to taking care of our own end and um, managing the puck and occupying the offensive zone. I think when we're down there, that's when we're playing our best defense. And tonight, um, you know, we just couldn't really find a way to get down there. What hit the group? You let Jake down? Yeah, I mean, Watch the goals again. It's not, not Jake. Jake would have been more than five two. So um, you, you feel bad when he's playing the way he's been playing, and we do that to him. My concern, my concern was actually before the game, and uh, and the game itself just confirmed what I was feeling. Um, we've been playing uh, obviously real um, meaningful games as far as getting into the playoffs, and then uh, you get into the playoffs and you come back home and you play a team that you're uh, you know that you're fighting in a in a positioning for and in an emotional game and uh and so we knew that we would have a good response and a, and a and a real strong team effort i was nervous about this one today i admit that and uh and uh unfortunately i was i was right oh well we it, it started in uh in the first period to be honest with you uh i thought that we had a good start to the game i mean the goal aside but uh 
Um, as the period went on, we started to get, uh, you know, soft in our puck play. Um, we stopped shooting pucks and we started to, to play a game that was, that, you know, that was not going to lead to any type of success whatsoever. And then, uh, you know, we, we talked about a couple things in between periods, but obviously come out that way. And uh, for me, it's, it's about turnovers. It was about neutral zone turnovers. And again, it's our puck play. Um, you know, the first goal is not, not on that as much, um, but, uh, but obviously the next couple, it's, it's a couple neutral zone turnovers, and it comes right back at us. Yeah, we, I mean, we, we, we just, like, you know, that's a good team over there as far as the skill and, and their ability to make plays, and, and they're, they've, they've scored a number of goals this year, and against a lot of good teams, they, they score goals. Um, the record isn't what they want it to be, and I didn't think that, that we made things difficult on them at all as far as how we defended, as far as how we attacked. Um, we, were, we were too easy to defend tonight. I thought we were on the perimeter, and I thought, like I said, we, we, we weren't willing to shoot the puck. We weren't willing to be around the net. And, uh, and because of that, we, we were chasing the game. Knowing that the, the emotions that were involved in this game, did that make it easier to set this one aside and say? Well, we got to bounce back. You know, and so like we won't set it aside. We we're, we're gonna we're gonna come back to the rink tomorrow. We're gonna have a skate. Uh, it's been too long for that, but uh, but I feel like the, it's the it's the right time to have a a quick practice where we can get back to some of the habits, and we're gonna have a quick video session. Um, so for me, it's uh, we're still pushing here. Uh, you know, and so we we can't be satisfied or happy with that game tonight. And I don't believe that anybody is. I think we all recognize that that we weren't we weren't good enough, but. Um, you know, it's one thing to, to know that and to think that. It's another thing to bounce back with a strong effort. So that's what we'll be looking to do. Yeah. Yeah, I do, 100%. Too many odd man rushes tonight. Too many high-quality scoring chances. I, I pulled Jake. He gave up five goals tonight, and he played a good game. You know, it was a mercy pulling. I, I, I should have pulled him earlier, to be honest with you. He, if it wasn't for him, we probably would have given up 10 tonight. So... Um, but, uh, yeah, w way too many high quality scoring chances and, and, you know, it's one thing to defend without the puck and, and to, to be in good position. Uh, but you can't, you can't be in good position if you're, if you're soft on the puck, if you're turning pucks over and, um, you know, a lot of the things we were doing so well for, for a long period of time, we, we got away from tonight. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, obviously, we're hoping that there's a chance, and and you know, we we tried to, you know, you you want to, we never quit, we never want to give up on a game, but it, I can't say that it really had the type of feel that that we were going to come back in this game. We didn't, we didn't really have that hard of a push in the third period, and uh, and for me, that's a little bit set up for for the way that we played the first two. Um, so, anyways, disappointing night, and uh, like I said, we got to bounce back. Uh, it, it looked like he had been out for a little bit. Um, I, you know, obviously got a goal, um, but, uh, but, you know, I think as the game went on, he started to get a little bit more comfortable with it, but, uh, it's going to take him a little time. He's been out for a month here. So the blues take this tough loss five to two. And as uh, coach Mike said, you know, there were a lot of times throughout the games where they did not play good. I, I think, you know, they weren't, they didn't play bad, but they didn't play good enough to beat a team with the speed and uh, the will to win uh, last night. I don't care who they would have been playing. If the Blues played like they did against most teams, they would have lost. We need to correct this quickly. We've only got three games left now, everyone. 
And you can't get used to losing. You can't get used to not playing a complete game. And they need to correct these issues. I think too much in these last few games, the Blues have found themselves chasing things and not playing their game. They're not using their bodies. They're not using the speed that they have. There's some standing around at times because even though the Blues did not play great last night, a few bounces here or there and they could have won. That shows that when this team does play a complete game, as I've said in other podcasts, they can beat anybody. But when they don't play their game, they're going to lose most games. So let's hope that they go into the playoffs on a winning streak. They've got the Panthers coming up who have nothing to lose, nothing at all. Uh, that game will be Thursday. And then, of course, they have the uh, Carolina uh, Hurricanes coming up after that. And then the final game of the year will be, of course, on Sunday against the uh, Colorado Avalanche. So we need to firm things up. If not, everyone, this team could end up in the seventh spot uh, for a wild card. Because you know Nashville's not going to give up. And uh, Calgary is going to continue to do what they do. We don't want the Blues to finish seventh. If the Blues finish seventh, they're going to play Anaheim or San Jose. And I don't think that's going to be good for them to do that in the first round. I would like to see them play the Wild, although the Wild haven't been playing well. They've got a good team, and if they come alive, the Blues could have problems with them. But I definitely do not want the Blues playing the Blackhawks in the first series of the playoffs. This has been the Blues game recap, the Blues versus the Jets, the game played on April 4th. Don't forget that we'll be back for the next game recap when the Blues play the Panthers on Thursday. We'll be back here Friday to go over everything, the positives, the negatives, my commentary, interviews, the goals, uh, whatever there is that's news for the day. Uh, the Blues need to start a new winning uh, streak on Thursday when they play uh, the Panthers, and hopefully they can do that. I don't like playing these teams that have nothing to lose like the Jets and the Panthers. They're not going to make the playoffs. Uh, they're just not. And uh, the Carolina Hurricanes, they were close. They've been one of the better teams in the last couple months. Their youth has come to, to rise for them. So the Blues are going to have some tough games. You know, these teams are not in the playoffs. They don't care. They want nothing more than to put you in a bad position in the playoffs. Let's hope they don't do that. Thanks again for joining me, your host, Lance Descott, for the Drop Podcast. Until next time, have a great rest of your week. Stay safe and let's go Blues. This has been the Drop Podcast. Don't forget to visit our website, www.droppodcast.com, where you can subscribe to our show and download current and past episodes from iTunes, Stitcher.com, and Google Play. You can follow the Drop on Twitter at OfficialTheDrop. For more information about lineupmedia.fm or the Drop Podcast, email us at info at lineupmediagroup.com, theofficialdrop at gmail.com, or lansd at droppodcast.com. Until next time, let's go blues. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.